Well, well, well. How you doing? It's the BK Project Podcast. I am your host, Brady Kellogg, and hey, it's been a while. <laughs> I I haven't honestly logged into this app in months, so I kind of looked in, and apparently someone has listened to the podcast from Singapore, which, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> But apparently there's been a gaggle of people that have asked where the podcast has gone, and guess what? It's it's here. It's back now. Also, I kind of need to get the old pipes ready, because hopefully, maybe eventually, I don't know. I, I have this fantasy with this new job that they're going to be like, hey, we need somebody to come into the studio and help hold down the fort, and I'll be like, I'm here! I'm here! So, I don't know if this is a tryout. Please, God, don't let any of my new bosses be listening. Anyway, so, I teased it on Twitter last night, and I'm gonna deliver on it right here, right now. There's an epidemic going on, and it's it's not the one that you think. There's an epidemic of people... On, on Twitter and Facebook and all of social media that like hot takes. Hot takes are basically the... I'm going to say the most outlandish thing I can possibly say and get reactions from everybody. And it's permeated social media and news and sports news for years upon years and you could say a certain ex-government official who shall not be named named prided himself on saying the most outlandish things possible but we're not gonna go there because this is a family show but I I've gotten really deep into NBA Twitter lately because the Phoenix Suns are, as I'm talking right now, two wins away from their first NBA championship. My, my beloved Phoenix Suns, the team that I fell in love with 28 years ago, the team that I have always been in love with, even through the dark times and all of the heartbreak that comes with being an Arizona sports fan. They're two wins away from the NBA Finals and winning the title. And I I honestly didn't know what else to expect from people, but <laughs> it's so much worse. <laughs> so I'm I'm watching this Suns-Lakers series. It's the first round series, and nobody thought, and I didn't really think a lot either, that the Suns would have a chance against the Lakers. The Lakers are LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and the Suns are this upstart, fun team. They got Devin Booker. They got my... 
Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul. And they're the second best record in the NBA, by the way. Which should really have more cachet or cash. I don't know how to say that. But they have the second best record in the NBA. And the Lakers are coming barely beating the Warriors in the play-in games and getting that seventh seed. And it's 2-1. And during game four, Anthony Davis aggravates his hamstring. And the Suns win that, and they go on. And even after that, people were like, well, LeBron's gonna gonna lead the Lakers to victory. That I, I literally read that and said that and heard that. I didn't say that. But I read that and I heard that. People were still going, LeBron James is one of the best players in the world, and he can overcome this even without Anthony Davis and all this other stuff. And then they proceeded to get annihilated in the last two games. And the Suns moved on. The Suns moved on and played Denver. The Denver Nuggets have the MVP of the league. Nikola Jokic. Great player. Fantastic center. So much fun to watch. Passing the ball. Rebounding. In, in constant motion. Even though he looks like a Serbian gangster from a Jason Statham movie. Like, you can just see Statham popping out during a game and going, Well, Mr. Jokic, I'm going to have some barbecue and some vodka tonight. (laughs) That's the first time I've tried a Statham. And really, barbecue vodka? I don't know. I don't know what goes through my mind sometimes. Anyway, so the Suns are take care of them in four games. And then it becomes they're playing the Clippers. The Clippers who have have already survived an 0-2 hole against the Mavericks. They're coming off coming back from an 0-2 hole against the Clippers, not the Clippers, the Jazz. And the the last two games, they'd have to do it without Kawhi Leonard, their, their big-time free agent signing a few years back. So, it's Suns and Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. And all of a sudden, the narrative starts to form around the Suns that... They're not worthy. They're not worthy to be champions. They're not worthy. It's a Mickey Mouse ring because all of these injuries have happened in the NBA. Everything is going to shit. And I will admit, full disclosure before I really get deep into this, that the way the NBA handled last this season after the bubble was absolutely atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. You cannot ask guys to come back after two, not even two months off. 
and play basketball at a high level. You cannot. You also can't schedule a bunch of back-to-backs and get as many games as possible to make up your money because you're money-hungry. That is atrocious. And it, it is also, I will also fully admit, has also played a huge role in these playoffs. However, you play who's in front of you. You play the teams that are in front of you. You play the hand you're dealt. And this narrative has formed around the Suns and the Bucks to a lesser degree that this is a Mickey Mouse ring in a Mickey Mouse season. I am here to tell you I don't fucking care. Well, we just lost our kid-friendly rating. I don't fucking care about if it's a Mickey Mouse ring, a Donald Duck ring, a Hanna-Barbera ring. I don't care. It's still a championship. You're still worthy. It does not make you less than. At the end of the day, you still won the title. But this whole narrative is formed that the Suns had the easiest road to the title ever. Like, no! No, they didn't! They, you still have got to win the games! Not to mention last year, in the bubble, the Suns went undefeated in the bubble without Chris Paul. Chris Paul wasn't even a factor yet. He was still playing for Oklahoma City. They beat six playoff teams. They had seven games against six playoff teams, won them all. The only one they didn't win was Washington. Then James Jones looks in, makes the trade, trades Oubre away. I will also fully admit that trade... I got excited, but also nervous because we were getting rid of a good young player in Ubre to bring a guy like Chris Paul in, who's great leader. I didn't think this was possible yet, but the way the season went and everything else, you kind of start believing, and now you're here. You're two wins from a championship. That's what we should be looking at. Not this, they had the easiest road to the title ever. Fuck you, Rob Parker. Deadspin. You're right for a fucking scab site. That's what Deadspin is. It's not real Deadspin, it's fake Deadspin. You don't even have a newspaper job anymore. Newspapers are dead. You keep using your stupid-ass hot takes and being bitter and angry. It doesn't work. <coughs> Idiot. So, sorry, I, I had to. Rob Parker wrote an article for Deadspin saying the Suns' run to the finals was, quote, I don't know if he said malarkey or I 
I don't know the exact wording. I got to kind of look that up again. But he said it was malarkey. Let's just say it was malarkey. It's, it's a lot more fun of a word to say. But wrote this article completely trashing the Suns. And I just went, you know what? No. No. And I... I, I get deep into this world of NBA Twitter, and I, unfortunately, I don't read a lot of these things. I just come across them, and it just makes me crazy, because I see Skip Bayless shitting out things every day on Twitter and FS1, which, that's still a channel? Huh, I didn't know. But... Sorry, I haven't done this much yelling in a while, but it just, it, it aggravates me to no end, and it also happens on the other side too, because people are trashing Giannis because he can't make his free throws, he doesn't come up in the, in the clutch and everything, and I would honestly like to know when rings and championships became the focal point of a discussion when you're talking about a great player. I would like to know when that became the case because it honestly makes me crazy. Because there are plenty of players out there. Plenty of great players that have never won championships. And somehow that devalues their career because they never won a championship. And I get that to a degree. Like, in order to win a championship, you gotta kind of sacrifice part of your stats or something as a teammate to make your other teammates better. I get that. But winning a championship is not and should not be the focal point. Rings should not be the focal point. For God's sakes, Adam Morrison has a ring. Does that make him better than Chris Paul? I mean, does that make him a better basketball player? <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Like, Robert Ory has ten rings. And is regarded as one of the greatest clutch shooters ever. And honestly, he should be a Hall of Famer because he's hit so many clutch shots and come up so big in so many big moments. But is he a better basketball player than LeBron James? <laughs> no. And, and while we're on that subject, the whole Jordan versus LeBron debate is absolutely fucking goddamn ridiculous. Like, any debate from any era, I know it provides content, but you cannot objectively compare the 60s to the 90s. There's so much evolution, there's so much that happened between those decades in basketball and in sport in general. Players are more athletic, the game got wide open like you cannot compare 
those two decades in sport, but yet there's always people that are going to say, well, Bill Russell's the greatest basketball player of all time, and he might be great teammate, but if if you look at Russell versus a guy like Jordan or like Shaq now, but it's not a comparison. Like... Shaq would annihilate him. Like, <clears throat> Russell's great, but you can't compare those two. It gets to be absolutely ridiculous. And even the 80s to now. Like, you cannot compare Magic. I mean, Magic could run in the NBA now. Obviously, but you cannot objectively compare those two decades because everyone from that decade is always going to say, well, my decade, that decade's better. Almost every basketball conversation I have with a person who's not super into it, they always say, well, the game's better then. And it might well be, but... You're not even giving it a chance. It's the same with wrestling. Like, you, wrestling changed. Yes, Brady's going into wrestling here. Wrestling fundamentally changed from 88 to 98 so much that you got more story, you got more action. There, there's so much that happened. Between those two decades. And even in two years. It changed. It's the same now as it was in 2008. Which is a problem. But if you don't. I feel like if you don't at least. Make some sort of fundamental change. You're done. You're left in the dust. So. You don't want things to be the same. Nobody wants things to be the same. So, this whole thing about comparing and saying, well, this player was better in this decade because this decade was tougher for competition. For God's sakes, the, the Bulls went 72-10. and 10, And I, let, me, let, me just, let me just pull this up for you here. Let me just find this for you. 1995-96. NBA standings. Let's let's get into it here. Eastern Conference. The 8th seed was 42 and 40, Miami Heat. The worst record in the league was 18 and 64 to 76ers. There were a total of 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8, 9, 10, 9, 12, 14. 15 teams. Half the league was under 500 or less. Had a 500 winning percentage or less. Let's go to 2020, 2021. This is compelling audio, I, I assure you. 
standings. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, four, fifteen. It's the same. There's 15 teams that had a 500 winning percentage or less in both those seasons. You cannot objectively tell me the 90s was better. And also, I, I choose not to, not to acknowledge the 99 season, but for this exercise, we're going to do it. Uh, people don't really devalue the Spurs for winning the title that year. It was a 50-game season. That was the year that kind of sparked a dynasty. I mean, yeah, they lost those years to the Lakers, but that was their first title. People don't really devalue the Spurs. And that season was way worse than this one. I mean, the these playoffs have been some of the best playoffs I can remember since at least 06. I mean, we had three... We had two game sevens in a row. We had three straight days of just dramatic basketball. I mean, the Clippers came back with that three-point barrage against the Jazz. <coughs> then you had the Nets and the Bucks and Durant's just absolutely nuts game. You had that game seven with the with the Hawks and the Sixers, and then we had that game seven with the Bucks and the Nets. Where if Durant's foot is like two inches smaller, if Kevin Durant's foot is two inches smaller, maybe we're talking Nets Suns right now. It's possible, but hot takes. I mean, I just, I get that that's part of your job. And I get that that's what the bosses want. But there's a lot of people like me that are just so fucking tired of it. They're so tired. And I, I'm reading last night. About how Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are trash because they're not helping Giannis. And as as great of a game as Giannis had last night, I mean that's an all timer right there. But <clears throat> Middleton, Middleton and Holiday disappeared, and you can't have a bad game anymore. You got to have a good game every night or people will jump down your throat. People will jump on you and say you're trash and say you're going to China and say you're going to the G League and whatnot. And I just, 
I feel like that's just so unfair to people. It's so unfair. Because... And, and I mean, this is a stick up my ass. And I get it. People are going to say, well, you got to stick up your ass. I just... I increasingly don't see the value in just trashing people. Unless you're Donald Trump. I sorry I said his name. I I I forgive me. Unless you're just a bad person. I I don't see the value in trashing people and kicking them while you're while they're down. Like this whole Ben Simmons thing with Philly. I kept seeing that and yeah, he he didn't play well and he he kind of looked like he broke in the middle of that Hawks series, but it's, I mean, there's a lot of factors at play, and we kind of need to be sensitive to that, but people aren't, because we're still a, well, you gotta pick yourself up by your bootstraps society, and I don't care if you're going through a tough time, stuff like that. I just, I, I increasingly don't see the value in piling on to people when they're down. Unless they're shitty people. And then I can kind of... But even then, I'm like, eh, it gets old. Like family. But... <laughs> it's... It just... There's a whole lot of factors that we don't consider. And maybe they're having a tough time because they're like that Shikari Richardson. It just. A reporter told her her mom died. Like, she had to learn from a reporter that her mom died. She she smoked she smoked pot and it helps and pot helps people relax. I get that. But because we're still in this whole there's still some people that are just well, oh my god, pot is evil. She can't run in the Olympics. Now some would say that's a blessing because Tokyo is a freaking a uh, hot spot for covid but it, she can't run in the olympics she got banned for a month because of pot and like that's one of your only compelling stories of this whole thing you united states olympic committee and you ban her because she smoked pot because her mom died. We don't know her situation. We don't know all of these people's situation. Well, she should have known the rules. Yeah. But the rule sucks. Maybe we should just acknowledge that the rule sucks. Collectively. To her credit, she's... Publicly said... 
that she accepts the decision and whatnot, but the the rule sucks. Okay, the rule just sucks. Can can we agree on that? But the point is, we don't know situations. We don't know what a person's going through. We don't know what's going on with these people. So it's it's hard for me to judge most people because they're going through a lot. We're all going through a lot. For God's sakes, we're coming out of this and going back and coming out and riding the roller coaster that is the world now. It's hard to judge anyone or almost anyone for just saying fuck it for a while. So, I mean, and, and this is gonna get get other people mad. I don't care. I just, I feel like when you've got the whole world bearing down on you as an athlete, when you got everybody coming after you and saying, well, you suck, you're trash, you're this and you're that, and you're everything, I'm not saying be boring as a sports person or a sports talker, a person that gets paid to talk sports, but at least be mindful. Be mindful of the situation around a certain person. There, there's there, there's going to be nobody that sees that and goes, well, I, I guarantee you someone's going to listen to this and go, well, fuck them. They should perform. They get paid to, to play a sport. Yeah. But there's the whole world's bearing down on you. You're in the eye of of a bunch of fans and millions of people watching on TV. It takes a lot of just ballsiness and what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't want to know. I don't want to necessarily say courage, but it takes a lot to put yourself out there. And there's only a select few people in this world that can actually do that and be successful. I just feel like a lot of talk and columnists and all of these other people need to be more mindful of that. And a lot of executives at these networks need to be more mindful of that in general. Because it's a thing that's happening. And... The more people want to just get string up a player and drag them, I just 
I, I can't, I can't see that anymore. So, there you go. <laughs> we kind of went, kind of went a little, a little dark there for a second, but we, we reined it in. So, there you go. That's my message. That's my, I don't know if it's a rant or whatever you call it, but there it is. I'm hoping to get more of these up as we go along. I'm going to start forming a plan for maybe weekly things and even daily things because let's face it right now, I am in my house. <clears throat> Good Lord. I'm in my house and I'm working a few days a week and I'm supplementing that income with other income and it's it's a thing that's happening but we're we're gonna make it work uh and i i got a lot of stuff i need to say and i'm bored <laughs> so there you go this this is hopefully gonna what I'm saying is this is going to be more of a constant thing now. So stay tuned. We're going to we're going to have some pretty good fun stuff coming your way. So yeah. That's it. Go go home. Wait a minute. You already are home or at work or whatever. So see ya.